I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You could subscribe for free at iTunes. Tens of thousands of people have downloaded my podcast. You can be one of them at iTunes, Heidi Harris Show. Or you can find them on my website, HeidiHarris.com, or also my Facebook page or Twitter. And you can also pick up a copy of my book, Don't Pat Me on the Head, is the latest one. Blowbacks, setbacks, and comebacks in Vegas radio. Check that out also. People are really liking it, and I appreciate everybody doing that. Yesterday, a grand jury decided not to indict Officer Kenneth Lopera for the death of Tashi Brown, who died in custody. And that does not mean that Officer Lopera is completely out of the woods legally at this time, but it's an interesting signal from the grand jury. Tashi Brown, as you may know, was being wrestled to the ground by a couple of police officers a couple of, uh, last year. And it made a lot of news because a lot of folks said that he basically choked him out. Now, the grand jury sees testimony I haven't seen, you haven't seen, the ACLU hasn't seen, and even the Police Protective Association hasn't seen. Now, coming up this morning on the Heidi Harris Show live from Las Vegas on 670 AM KMZQ, I'm going to have the president of the Las Vegas Police Protective Association, Steve Gramas, on the show. And he's going to talk a little bit about the Lopera case. Once again... You and I have not seen all the information that the grand jury decided or took a look at. And they decided that Kenneth Lopera was not guilty of involuntary manslaughter, or certainly they were not going to indict him, which is what the DA initially had charged him with. So clearly, Officer Lopera's career as a police officer is probably over. He has resigned from Metro, but probably will be over forever, I would imagine. And it's a very difficult situation. The problem is that the ACLU folks jump on the bandwagon immediately and want to criticize the cops for everything they do. I'm not defending everything police officers do. And as a matter of fact, several of my friends who've been cops for a long time, some of whom have actually taught this lateral neck restraint technique, said that this officer seemed to have used it incorrectly based on what they saw. Now, we're all watching a videotape and it was very short, and you don't really see all of what happened. You know, it's like you dealing with your kid at Walmart. Your kid's been a brat all day long, and you finally lose your temper because they're on your last nerve. If somebody just saw that snapshot of your day or that snapshot of that particular interaction between you and your child, you and your husband, you and your employer, whatever, they might think you were a jerk. They don't get a whole picture. I'm not here to defend Officer Lopera. I wasn't there. I'm not litigating the case. I'm just making the point that the ACLU and these folks who jump on it and want to attack cops for everything don't really think about all the other information that a grand jury is going to be privy to. And, of course, the family gets upset. Never mind the fact that in almost every single case of an in-custody death, these people have drugs in their system. Now, I'm not saying that that means they necessarily would have died that night if a cop hadn't been involved. I'm just saying that if you have drugs in your system, this can exacerbate the situation. Obviously, you may feel like you're stronger than you are. You might do things you wouldn't ordinarily do, depending on which drugs are in your system. They can cause your heart rate to go sky high. They can cause your breathing to be depressed. There are all kinds of things that police officers are dealing with, with people who have taken drugs. And just last week, there was a case where Metro decided to pay $500,000 to a woman whose son was killed in custody. Same thing, had illegal drugs in his system, didn't listen to the cops. Let's go back to why didn't you listen to the cops to begin with? And in the Tashi Brown case, I don't know all of what went on. And once again, we'll talk about that coming up this morning on the Heidi Harris Show at 9 with Steve Gramis. But the fact of the matter is most police officers do the very best they can 
for their communities. I've been on many ride-alongs. I have a lot of friends who are cops. Are there bad cops? Sure. Are there people who never should have a badge? Absolutely. Now, they do their best in most police departments to weed out the bad apples before they even get onto the force. They give them background checks and they do psychological testing and a lot of other things. They try to weed the bad apples out. They try to read, weed out the people who are racist or who are just out there to cause people trouble. Most police officers get in the car and they do a lot of things you never hear about all day long. The last ride along I went on, for example, we did everything from car stops to welfare checks on people who weren't necessarily uh, answering the phone. We stopped at a house where there was a domestic violence situation between some roommates. I mean, this is just one day of a police officer. Another one was where a neighbor complained that a child wasn't being treated well, went to the house. The kid wasn't being abused. She looked perfectly fine. Uh, I felt bad for her because everybody was sitting around watching television when if it were me, and I had the kid, I'd have taken her to the park. It was a beautiful day, and this kid stuck in the house while mom and her boyfriend are watching TV. But it wasn't the way I would raise a child, but hey, it wasn't illegal. So we, these are just some of the things that we went on over the course of one day of me doing a ride-along with this police officer. And that's what they do for the majority of the time. They're just out there trying to make the community a better place, trying to help people. And so when there are bad apples, they need to be weeded out. And the cops that I know... Every good cop I know wants bad apples weeded out. They want there to be certain standards of behavior that you have to treat people with regardless of whether you like them. One of my friends is a former uh, corrections head of the department, and he was one of those people who said, listen, it's not my job to pay attention to why you're here. Once you get into my prison, my job is to treat you humanely, treat you fairly, and that's true. That's the way we are in America. We're not a South American prison system. And our police department is supposed to treat everybody as fairly as you possibly can. Of course, the problem becomes a lot of folks just hate the cops. You know, they show up and they're automatically jerks the minute they pull up in their police car. Well, what kind of community is that? What kind of community attitude are people going to have when you hate the cops? The minute you're, you know, two, three years old, your parents teach you to hate the cops. By the time you're 16, of course you're going to have an attitude about the police officers. And that's unfortunate. And then every time there's a situation like this where someone like Tashi Brown dies, who was a black man, killed by somebody who was not black, there's always that element. Everyone thinks it's all about racism. It's not all about racism. Now, there are racist cops, black ones and white ones. There are racist people, black ones and white ones. We know that. It exists, and every time I hear a story about somebody using the N-word or some crazy thing, I go, what? People are still doing that in 2018? Yes, they are. There are still people who yell at people uh, for being in the country illegally when they look Latino when they've been here for five generations. <laughs> they just take one look at them and say, get out of my country. I don't understand these folks. I will never understand these folks. But they're out there, and nobody wants that kind of thing. So ultimately... The frustrating thing for me is when people say, well, there was no justice. The, the, the court system didn't work. Well, no, the court system worked. Kenneth Lopera, and at this point, I don't think he's completely out of the woods yet, but the grand jury has failed to indict him. He got justice. He got charged with involuntary manslaughter. That's a big deal, and most police officers are never charged with that. So he got charged with that, and then he had to sit around for a year, not working, as far as I know, with a family to support not as a cop anymore, obviously he wasn't making that paycheck, had to wait to see what was going to happen to him. Can you imagine what that's like? Having to wait to see if your whole life is in the hands of potentially a grand jury. So after all of that, the grand jury decided not to indict him, but there was justice. Justice was served. 
You may not like the way the justice came out, but justice was served. That's the way it works in America. You have a court system and you have a jury system, depending on the case. These people look at the situation, they look at all the facts, and they decide whether or not to indict you based on what they have in front of them. You may not like the way it comes out. Believe me, 50% of the people in the courthouse every single day stand out in front of the courthouse sometime and watch it. 50% of the people are not happy with how things went. <laughs> That's the way it is. You may not like it, but that doesn't mean that justice wasn't served. You saw it through, and sometimes you may not like the result, but the bottom line is justice was served. We have an amazing court system. It's not perfect. I get it. There are corrupt judges. There are terrible things that happen, especially in child custody cases, and there's sex abuse that's ignored by people and judges, and there's terrible stuff that goes on because, wait for it, judges are people, and sometimes they make terrible decisions. There are judges who don't put people in jail who then go and kill their wives. We hear those kind of stories. I mean, it really is terrible what happens at times, but ultimately it's the system we have in America and there are as many safeguards as you could possibly have. You may not like it. If you don't like it, you can appeal it. But for the ACL, you'd be screaming about Kenneth Lopera and all this. They, they don't know. They don't know what the grand jury saw because the people on TV or people who watch TV will just see a very small snippet of what went on. So will the ACLU. So will other people. And even the defense attorney talked about the fact that the coroner found various kinds of drugs in Tashi Brown's system, which probably led to his death partially. Also, he had an enlarged heart, apparently. Once again, I'm not going to litigate the case here. We will speak this morning at 9 o'clock on my live show with the president of the Las Vegas Police Protective Association. So we'll get some more details about that. But ultimately, my attitude about it is I give the cops the benefit of the doubt if I don't see otherwise. And it's not because the cops are always right. They're not. But they're not always wrong. And there are some people who just hate cops, period. They don't like authority. I used to have a neighbor who was like that. Turned out that the reason he didn't like cops was because he'd had a problem with cops in the past, some bad behavior that he got involved with, and he didn't like cops. Oh, really? Well, who are you going to call when trouble starts? Or if someone's breaking into your house or whatever, you're not going to call the cops now? There are a lot of people in this world, here's some breaking news from Heidi Harris, a lot of people in this world don't like authority of any kind, period. They don't want a cop to pull them over. They don't want speed limits. They don't want to be told where they can park, how fast they can drive, anything. They don't want to be told anything. They're, they don't want to be told what time to come in, whether they can drink and drive, whether they can smoke pot and drive. They don't want rules. But do you understand what kind of anarchy we'd live under if it weren't for the fact that we have police officers enforcing rules? I may not like all of them. There are a lot of rules I think are stupid, like this rule that you can't use your cell phone in your hand while you're driving your car. It's nobody's business, as far as I'm concerned, what I'm doing in my car, as long as I'm not hitting anyone else with it. But there are people who are dumb, who don't pay attention, and run into other people while they're on the phone, and because of those people, I've lost a right and a freedom that I should have. So I don't like every law. There are plenty of speed limits I don't necessarily agree with. Lots of laws I don't like. But bottom line, if everybody decided to pick and choose which laws to abide by, we'd have anarchy. And that's what the cops are there for, to try to help you. Because they don't want you speeding down the street and possibly killing somebody else or anyone doing it to you. It's always funny how people don't mind someone else getting nailed for speeding. But when it's them, oh, I don't, can't believe you pulled me over. Don't you have anything else to do? Well, yeah. They have a lot of things to do. That's just part of their job. And so those of you who hate cops 
or don't really understand what they do all day, really ought to do a ride along and see what police officers deal with every single day. And most of the people that police officers deal with, they're not happy to see them. Can you imagine that? When I was a teenager, I used to deliver flowers. Very briefly, I worked for a flower shop in town. And I would drive around town and I would deliver flowers. And the thing about delivering flowers is you make everybody's day. Everybody's happy to see you because you're delivering flowers. If you're a cop, half the people aren't happy to see you. Probably three quarters of the people aren't happy to see you. Because if you're there to enforce the law, they may not like the fact that you caught them. Or if you're there to break up a fight, they might not like the fact that you're there before they finish the fight, whatever. Usually cops don't catch people on their best day. Can we all agree on that? So how about if we all just give them a little bit of slack because they are human beings with families and lives too. And they're out there for the most part trying to do the best they can to protect us. So if you want some more information on what happened with Kenneth LaPera and this chokehold death, tune in this morning to my Heidi Harris show at 9 o'clock on 670 AM KMZQ. You can listen in your car on AM or your house or whatever. If not, you can listen to something like the Simple Radio app that happens to be one that I like. It's called Simple Radio, and you can listen on that. And don't ask me why we're not on the iHeart app. We're not an iHeart station. Do you understand that the iHeart app is only for stations that are on iHeart Radio? You understand that, right? <laughs> Maybe not. I get that question. All right, so tune in this morning, 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas, to hear my conversation with the president of the Las Vegas Police Protective Association. And we're going to talk about a lot of issues, including Kenneth Lopera and some other things that people have wrong about police officers. That's all coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. Don't miss it. And don't forget, you can check out HeidiHarris.com for all the latest, my latest podcasts. And I do some blog postings. And you can find some information out about my brand new book, Don't Pat Me on the Head. That's HeidiHarris.com, H-E-I-D-I. It's how you spell Heidi. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott. (laughs) 